0: Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast 30 minutes, 45 for patrons Jam-packed with news of the day From a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice This is Monica Perez I'm Brad Binkley Today's top story, it kind of I'm not sure it is the absolute top story But I thought it was kind of interesting That Dick Durbin, big senator, Democrat senator Sounds like a porn star name Yes, maybe a Dick Turban, and he could be like (laughs) (laughs) a Maharaja. (laughs) So he called the GOP effort token and literally coughed while he was saying token effort. And the person who is putting forward the GOP bill is the only African-American senator on the Republican side. No way. Oh, Yes.
1: That is so ridiculous. Just intentionally provocative.
0: Right. It's like when, yeah, it's... Usually people on the right do that. I found... Anyway. It's like a South
1: Park episode joke right there.
0: They actually named the character Token.
1: Yeah, it's like Cartman says stuff that's completely inappropriate every time Token's around.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous and stupid. And Tim Scott, I guess, didn't want to be presented as... Be, not being able to handle sticks and stones so he said today is the fifth year anniversary or whatever year anniversary of a massacre where a white nationalist killed black people in a church and then in I he's from South Carolina I think that was in South Carolina
1: Dylan roof
0: that yes but I mean Tim Scott is from South Carolina so he takes a full minute full minute and gets choked up real choked up finally the tears start flowing and he goes into how upset he is about that i i forgot it was in south carolina and i i get choked up about stuff that really upsets me it didn't it i think they're all actors so it took him
1: a full minute to work those tears up
0: a full minute
1: yeah he a was full. really going somewhere mentally visualizing it to draw those up.
0: That was the impression I got. And then in the end, he was crying for that, but then started talking about to call this bill, which would affect serious change, much needed change, token hurts his soul, Et cetera et cetera meanwhile i don't I don't even know what the the differences are not big to me. I mean, yes, maybe one is more forceful, one is a suggestion, one is this, one is that. But they're all going for the same thing, which is federalization of the police. And I, and I have to say, I think this is, it's the funding thing. And a tell in my mind, which I just realized is that the mantra of the people who supposedly want to abolish the police or disband the police is not abolish the police, is not disband the police. It's defund the police. Funny little thing, right? And I, and I remember thinking at the beginning, like, it's a little awkward, but whatever. I got it. But are these the taxpayers who are saying we don't want to pay for that anymore? No, they're saying we just want the money to be used in other ways. But if they were but that's how come I think that this is all about getting the feds to just control it through the money. He who controls the pays, the piper calls the tune. So I just think the tell is in the fact that it's called defund the police, not disband the police. And the funding is going to take over from Tim Scott and, and the Democrats, too. will get get it done that way, I think.
1: Biden was talking the other day about how 90 percent of police forces are they're funded locally. And then he went on to talk about what you were talking about, basically bribing local precincts with federal money to try and get them to impose whatever top down restrictions and rules that they want to impose.
0: And if you want to combine the Senate stuff and the congressional stuff with the executive order, the the. Law enforcement agencies will be credentialed by agencies that have to be approved with that authority from the AG. So and it's going to be actual policy oriented, training oriented so that it's just completely controlling. And Dean tweeted that that is how they do. They control the schools. They have a department of education yeah. and i thought they were going to have a department of policing maybe they will maybe they won't but the the end game is the same and i mean it's the end of the states of state authority over anything and they and they talk about it there are three different things they use oh this folds into a little COVID thing can i interject that because i, I do still want to talk about other stuff i finally watched the Ray Shard brooks video and i want to talk about all that
1: yeah i have some stuff related to what you're talking about right now
0: okay and then I, I just want to interject something about the states' rights. Okay. They're talking, the, another big headline is that the first round was all Democrat and the second round of COVID and the second round is all in these Republican states because the governors won't make mandatory masks and all these Republicans are too disobedient and noncompliant and they don't believe it. And that's why it's all coming down. And Florida is the epicenter. There's a spike in Oklahoma just in time for Trump to be there. So, of course, it's really going to spread around. That would be the worst place to have a rally, according to this narrative.
1: Spike in Georgia, also.
0: Okay. And then they, but so for me, what they're saying is this is following the pattern of saying states' rights are dangerous.
1: Somebody must be outside. Sorry.
0: I I wasn't going to let him in. But he can't live without me. It's the weirdest thing. He sits in front of the door <laughs> and it's just really strange. That's Samson. So this uh, <sighs> Samson. Anyway, so the thing, it, it fits the pattern of states, rights are dangerous when it comes to guns. Your own gun policy can affect other people. Climate, climate change can affect other people. Just another hit on state autonomy. And of course, hashtag it will take a Republican. It's all happening under Trump.
1: Yeah. To that. I got an email from the Women's March Global today and right at the top it says Black Lives Matters. Urgent call to action. Hold your governments accountable today and demand that they answer the calls for justice and hold the United States accountable for systemic racism and police brutality. Today at the United Nations there is an urgent debate led by the Africa Group is being held on the issue of systemic racism and police brutality in the United States and they are calling for a resolution that would mandate an international independent commission of inquiry into the systemic racism and police brutality problem. These independent experts would come to the U.S. and investigate and hold the U.S. accountable for police brutality on an international level.
0: That flows from the letter that George Floyd, I think his brother, wrote to the U.N. saying, we need you to pressure The united states to federalize some of these crimes which is kind of a very weirdly specific thing to ask the un to do but it opened the door to this larger thing and of course this is the kind of stuff that we've all seen coming this is the only thing that has slowed down the the fear of globalism and world government which is is trusting the plan is the is trump is batman yeah this is pure globalism here and I've always said from the beginning with Trump, the proof is in the pudding, You, the the devil is in the details, just to string along a few metaphors, but that you can like what he's doing. You can like his DACA executive order, which failed in the Supreme Court today. You can like the fact that he talks back. You can like the fact that he's a tough guy. You can like the fact that he's not PC. But if it all backfires and you're worse off in the end, and this guy's been an insider since the day he was born you can think it's deliberate or not, but the fact is you were compromising when it came to the, somebody said the other day to me, when I said, he's not the commander in chief, unless called into actual service, a Republican, that I was quibbling about semantics, quibbling about semantics. So it's not quibbling about semantics when it's Obama. I was talking about this last night. I did a podcast with, Um, Cam from Make Liberty Great Again. So forgive me if you hear this again, but it occurred to me that they just give this pass. It's that whole thing that Trump is Batman. You've got to give him a lot of latitude that you wouldn't give anyone else. Whatever happened to what Hannity used to say, which was elect the Republicans and then hold their feet to the fire. It's the exact opposite. And every step of the way, we're moving in the direction that people who voted for Trump used to think they didn't want to go in.
1: Yeah. And this starts a pattern of groups going outside the United States seeking international groups to come in and hold our president, and our government accountable. So th- this is this plays into the talk of a civil war dividing the country of destabilizing.
0: And it goes into the states rights thing. It's the same thing. It's it, gun control is definitely an international issue. The climate thing is disease is. They look for these issues. It's in the report from Iron Mountain. You have to find issues that don't respect borders so that you can globalize. And then so the way they're trying to get past states rights. And then I've been saying since the beginning of Trump that from pulling out of the climate accord to California wanting to secede, ha ha ha, just restore the 10th Amendment and and the. See, their answer to that, though, is climate disease. It doesn't respect borders. So restoring the 10th Amendment just makes that worse. The gun rights, blah, blah, blah. They've got their way around it. But that's why I get so annoyed with false flags or events that they they lie about the details or spin the details. Because if it's not a real problem that is justifying this drastic overturning of fundamental law, if it's not a real problem, then Our laws have adapted to the reality over thousands of years, and that's why when they make stuff up about COVID spreading and all that, it's so dangerous because they're really targeting the underlying laws.
1: Yeah, and... We were talking a moment ago about defunding the police might not have to defund the police if the police stop coming to work themselves, like some of them did in Atlanta last night. Hashtag blue flu was top trending on Twitter last night because police officers, many of them called in sick to work. And it's believed, and there's a lot of statements from officers to corroborate this, it's believed that they did not show up because they are worried that it doesn't matter what they do. If they use any force at all. It's going to be filmed and they're going to be framed as a bad guy and they could potentially be facing up to life in prison or the death penalty like the charges that were brought down on Garrett Rolfe yesterday by the Fulton County District Attorney.
0: I finally watched that Rayshard Brooks video. Somebody on Twitter said, well, how can you have an opinion on it if you didn't watch it? And I didn't have an opinion on it because I didn't watch it, but I was wondering what to look out for. Does it look authentic? Yada, yada. So I went back, watched the whole thing. It was 45 minutes and... The. The one thing that did stand out as weird, and I don't really want to get into the details because it does derail, but that the dash cam of the car had a timestamp that was four and a half hours later than the body cam of the interaction. And if you look at all the videos of the event, no video bridges the moment that he runs to the moment that he's shot. And I don't know why that is. It makes me wonder if there's something wrong with the timeline here. But, but to see how that hap- how that transpired for them to shoot him in the back for running after the interaction they had, or he's like, I just want to sleep at my girlfriend's house. I can walk there. I'm not saying they should have let him do that, but it's, it's very weird to me that they shot him instead of. Calling for backup or, or something like that.
1: One of the police officers, the, one of the arguments from the police officer who shot him, and it actually it wasn't him who got his taser taken away. It was the other officer who got his taser taken away. Is Wait, that?
0: Hold on. The, what I saw was he ran, and it looked like the guy, the cop, was running after him with a taser.
1: The cop who shot him is not the cop that got his taser taken away.
0: But if I'm just saying about the video, what I saw was there was something... The looked to me now, I, I hate to bring up the details. This is all the freaking problem. Why I don't like to watch this stuff is that he was running away with the taser. He turned around and fired it at one of the cops who fell over. And that cop looked to me that he had a taser and was chasing him with the taser so that it was not the tape that the guy who got the taser taken away from him must have been the one who shot unless the guy who ran after him.
1: The the official story is that the officer that got his taser taken away is not the one who shot him. I believe that.
0: And I would like you to look at a video that I will send you after.
1: That's fine. I'm just saying what the official story is. Yeah, I know. Based on on the charges. And what they're saying is that that guy, because it does make a difference, if he did not get his taser taken away in in the heat of the moment, this is going to be what what they're arguing is. He believed that Rashad Brooks was turning around and, and pointing a gun at him. That's one of the arguments that I've heard come out of his lawyers in initial talks, is that he didn't know that that was necessarily a taser. He still had his taser. But
0: they already patted him down,
1: but okay. Well, there was a bulge in his pocket, and they took his word as to what it was. It was money, oh, he a pile said, of money. and they didn't yeah. check it. So that's going to yeah, be... Yeah, I
0: did see him take out a big... He did have a wad of something in his wallet before they said that, I noticed. This is the problem with watching the damn thing.
1: Yes. They're just
0: going to federalize the police, and I'm stuck in the
1: details. My first thought was, why didn't they take him home or let him go home? Then I started doing some research into that. They'll be held liable. If he were to go home and the cops left, and he were to get into another car that he has at the house and drive drunk and kill somebody, or if he were to engage in violence as a result of being uh, drunk, then the police officers can be held accountable for that. So
0: or or even a week later, if he had been drunk. Yeah. Drunk driving and they said you were stopped a week ago and the cops didn't incarcerate you, take your license away. Yeah, that is definitely the problem is is that kind of liability. Although the cops are are um personally immune from that liability, but I guess it, it depends on the protocols they're trained. They're trained to protect
1: They do the department. They're not going to feel any immunity from any situation right now based on the charges that were brought, which I think they're too high. I don't think they're going to be able to reach this standard to get the death penalty, but if you're a police officer and you see that happening, look, what happened was terrible, but from a police officer standpoint, they're not going to want to touch or do anything at this point in time right now, because they can't win. Even if they were to do something the proper way in a situation, in a a tense situation where they had to use a little bit of force, they're going to be reluctant to use any force. And some of them are saying they're not even going to leave the precinct unless it is another police officer who needs help. And this, this could get to be a pretty dicey situation. And we'll talk more about this right after a word from our sponsor. Hey, what's up, guys? With the world as crazy and unpredictable as it currently is, the time to start living a truly sustainable lifestyle, a lifestyle of rugged independence, is right now. And Neighbors Feed and Seed has everything you need to help you do just that. Small engine repair, garden supplies, vegetable plants, bird feed, chicken feed, premium pet food. Neighbors has it all. And right now, they want to give Propaganda Report listeners an opportunity to try one of their new products, Southern Nights CBD Oil, at a 20% discount. So go to NeighborsFeedandSeed.com or visit the store in person if you live in the Smyrna area and use the promo code PROPREPORT. That's one word, all caps, P-R-O-P-R-E-P-O-R-T, and you'll get 20% off of your CBD oil purchase. Look, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Neighbors Feed and Seed is a fantastic business ran by friendly, knowledgeable, liberty-minded people who bend over backwards to help their customers in any way that they can. Check it out. I promise you, you're going to love it. Neighbors also offering chicks. They have chicks that they are selling right now, so little baby chickens.
0: So adorable. I'm very much looking forward to meeting those chicks at our meetup. If you are listening to the show and you're not a patron, so you haven't gotten invitations to the meetup, I have a few slots left. Actually, Bill's flexible about this. So it's, I don't have any left, but he said we could invite a few more people. If you really want to go, if you're in Atlanta and you really want to go, you can email me at the podcast at gmail.com and uh, we will, if I have any slots left by the time I get your email, I will send you an invitation. And I did want to shout out to Franny, a patron saint, who does, she's a big fan of Thomas Massey, so she wants to give her shout out to people who might want to support or help. Thomas Massey at ThomasMassey.com. Thank you, Fran, for being a great patron saint. Thank you, Franny. So you were saying that the Cops are not going to want to show up. That's all true. Uh, I, I really want to. I noticed that this thing unfolded in such a weird way in that there was a struggle. They were both struggling with him. He grabbed something. He got away. I could see how both cops would not fully know what it was that he had I can see the ambiguity emerging. I can
1: definitely see it. Absolutely. It's emerging. And a few weeks ago, there were six police officers who were fired. In fact, this will be the eighth police officer that this Fulton County District Attorney has criminally prosecuted in the past or filed charges, criminal charges against in the past two weeks. Eight police officers. And this guy is under investigation by the GBI himself. There's allegations of sexual misconduct against him that have been flying around for the past year, and he's up for re-election. And he... Is he a Soros guy? I don't know. I'm not sure. He's been around for a long, long time, so maybe not. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a war going on now between the DA and the police. And we were talking about the taser a moment ago. The six officers that were fired and that are being charged, they used a taser against two activists... In a car that they had pulled out of a car. And this was a big story a couple of weeks ago. Not to mention that these two activists, which come right out of the Stacey Abrams School of Activism, Spellman, Morehouse, they're very much they know what they're doing. But the cops used excessive force in this situation, definitely. They've raised almost $200,000 on a GoFundMe, so they're doing just fine. Those two kids are. <laughs> but it was deadly force. For the police officers, it was labeled deadly force by this DA to use the taser against those students in that situation. So he's going to have to label it deadly force in this situation, too. So the argument that the taser is not deadly force is going to be contradicted to what he previously said.
0: Don't you think that it's weird that all these incidents, somebody pointed out if there are a thousand officer involved shootings a year, you have three a day to pick from. I, I don't know if that's for sure true. I think it might be true. I think there might be a thousand. It's hard. I I have found it hard to get those stats, but maybe I'm not looking in the right place. So anyway, so it could be. It's conceivable that there are just so many incidents all the time that you could pick and choose stuff that fits into your narrative like this. Backs goes back and forth and uh, approach. It helps the art of ambiguity, but it is kind of funny that 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 this is that taser related incident. I, I'm I'm wondering if if there's some funny business on those videos, if there's something not quite right, something missing or something added.
1: I'm sure there's always something. I mean, there's also going to be other cameras. I'm sure that everybody who was there was filming it.
0: I'm just curious about that. To have the dash cam have the wrong timestamp can really screw up your cases. I mean, if that's supposed to be used as evidence, maybe it's not, but it's just, to me, really weird to have the wrong timestamp on that dash cam. As a matter of fact, it's probably it's probably impossible really to mess with that timestamp, which is why if there is something wrong with the story, they couldn't go in and fix the timestamp. I don't know. It's just curious to me.
1: It is. It is very curious. And
0: now I'm in the freaking weeds, which is why I did not want to Never mind. I'm going to stay at 10,000 feet in the future. You can watch the video. We just can't solve
1: that. That, that equation, that uh, problem. That's the challenge of it. Is there's We can see it, but there's nothing right now. Like, Even if we were to investigate it, they would probably brush it off.
0: Yeah, nobody seems to care. But I had, I had something else I thought was kind of a, a hopeful answer. Oh, I do. I actually, I'm a little worried because that Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, I think she used to be the police chief of Chicago, she has private security around her place right now. And the fact that that is a story that I'm reading, I would think she'd always have that. I'm surprised she doesn't always have that. The Mayor Bloomberg of New York used to say that he has the fourth largest army in the world. (laughs) So (laughs) I just think it's weird that she would say that. And, And there are two things that I think if we're really following the script from the 60s and Nixon and all that, there were a lot of assassinations in the 60s Against people who would have resolved the civil rights crisis with real productive answers, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, even JFK and RFK. I think they were the real deal, as much as I wouldn't have really agreed with their policies necessarily, but... I feel like if that's if that's where we're headed, I'm a little worried about that. I don't know if they'll go that far, but I'm worried about it. And then similarly, the Nixon thing is Trump kind of destined to get reelected and then quickly be ousted or maybe not even win at all. But I am worried about the uh, the. The parallels with the 60s,
1: there are a lot of parallels and CNN and other networks love to point out the Nixon Trump parallels which nauseam. had been the
0: way from the beginning. I mean, I I started pointing it out as soon as he had hidden audio of Mueller or some odd thing. I was like, oh Nixon. And I also was way ahead of the Hitler thing too. He said something about the trains running on time. I was like, oh my god. On Alex Jones before he was even elected, I was like, oh my gosh, is are they? Is he going to be Hitler? Anyway, uh, so I, I love this story. It was a Publix, I think, in Florida. Publix has a strict policy that you can't have anything branding or branded or labeled or anything that is not the Publix brand. They have a strict policy about it. I respect that. It's a private organization. It seems pretty politically neutral to have that policy. Guy worked there. Young black man worked there. Wanted to wear, I think, BLM on his mask. And they sent him home. And he quit. And he said, if you don't stand for something,
1: you... You'll fall for anything? Is that what
0: Yes. Yes, exactly. But he quit. They had their policy and he chose not to work there. Let him go to Starbucks or Target. It's a fantastic libertarian solution. It's a lesson in liberty. And everybody's got it. It's fantastic.
1: What's not fantastic is that Publix is being blasted now and they're trying to be shamed into allowing their employees to wear those symbols, which is crazy to me because... It's the equivalent of having "I'm a Democrat" written across your face. You're not allowed to be a Republican or anything but a Democrat or liberal in the Black Lives Matter for movement. For some
0: people, because this Just is for an some organization. Generally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right,
1: right. It's an organization, and they will boycott you, and they will they will shame you, and they will smear you, even if you are on their side, but do not further their policies. So there's no choice here. This is a political thing. It's perfectly fine to not want your employees to have Democrat written across their face.
0: The Supreme Court just ruled that uh, trans and other, I I don't know what else was included, that you can't be discriminated against. It's a protected class. So is political affiliation going to be a protected class? Is that part of free speech? Are you? I don't think you're required to allow people to have free speech as your employees, as a platform of free speech. I mean, I can't even get free speech on Twitter.
1: I would think not. I, I, if, if, some, if you have a business and you care about customers and you don't want to make it divisive and terrible and, and hurt your sales, then you're going to say, hey, how about not scri- scribbling Democrat across your face mask that's going to alienate people that come in here that don't agree with that.
0: This was adjudicated. I don't know if it went to the Supreme Court, but if you could be fired because of your political affiliation, I'll have to look into that. I think, yeah, I'll have to look into that.
1: I think it's fine to have whatever affiliation you want, but to propagate for that political party at work is a problem. It's
0: always been a bad idea to alienate customers by talking about politics or religion. And then Target went in and made a big stand about transgender bathrooms. And I remember thinking being neutral is the correct
1: business decision. Yes, that's what I'm talking about business terms. It's up to right. the business. Yeah. But yes, the correct business but decision now, is neutral.
0: Neutral is considered making a stand against.
1: Yeah, in the media, it is. I just don't know if consumers are. No,
0: no, no. I'm saying that's what they're doing. Yeah, that's what they're doing with that. That's how they're
1: answering my objection. Yeah. Interesting.
0: But I did like the fact that they had a rule and he quit. I was like, that's great. Go work somewhere else.
1: Yeah, that's fine. I mean, that's perfectly fine. That's how.
0: But it's kind of funny because if you did it that way, then you would see all the Democrats would go work at Popeyes and all the Republicans would go work at Chick-fil-A. And then you'd really you it would it would be a very strange brew because you could see if there really are cultural differences between political classes because there's really you're really not supposed to segregate that way. I just think it's funny. It's potential. It's never going to happen.
1: Yeah, it'll never happen.
0: And also another thing the Supreme Court said that if I understand it correctly that Trump's executive order could not trump Obama's executive order without a good reason. And in my mind, both of them are legislation and should not be in the purview of the executive order. But anyway, so Trump said it was a fire hose in the face of conservatives or something stupid. a fire hose (laughs) something crazy like that and and here's another example of proof in the pudding people were all happy about this not very important thing he did and it didn't even work
1: oh stopping daca Mm -hmm. yeah how long has that been how long have they been debating that is that the same Obama issue from a few Obama wrote it years? in. Okay. Yeah, so Congress couldn't it.
0: pass it. So Obama wrote it in, and then Trump said, well, if he can write it in, I can write it out. And the Supreme Court said, no, you can't, which I get is them making rules that have nothing to do with the Constitution. It's just, I can't, it's, uh, I'm Did you know that
1: Boris Johnson got into a fender bender yesterday?
0: I call complete, was he driving? No. Okay, okay, because they don't drive.
1: No, he was not driving. He was in his, you know, his motorcade. And a protester ran out in front of the car. A protester ran out in front of his car. So a protester got that close. They slammed the brakes and the car behind him and his motorcade hit his car, the car that he was in. This is protesters. uh, Maybe it's staged. Maybe not. Either way, it's a demonstration for other protesters getting bolder and bolder in the actions they're taking. The symbol destruction going on across the country, across the world, really. And I don't care. Look, Confederate statues. Fine. Go through legislation. Try to get them taken down. That's fine. Reframe them with more context. Put them in a museum. Whatever you want to do. I'm worried about the new symbols that they're going to put up in place of them that are going to be the new tyranny that we have to bow down to and i think that the symbol that they are going after that this is leading to we've talked about this before is the united states flag i think that is what their target is and what do you think it's gonna i think they want to destroy it i think they want to demand that it get be taken down and replaced just like all this other thing we have universities all over the country are looking at changing the the names of buildings do what
0: it it is the union flag (laughs)
1: what the United States flag is?
0: Yeah, is the union flag.
1: It doesn't matter what the history of it is. It just matters that it's right now already seen as a racist symbol yeah, for a good is, portion of the country. Yeah, it is which doesn't really make sense. Yeah. And it's going to continue. That's what they're going for.
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what Google's going for in the Patron 15.
1: Oh, I can't wait. That's a it could be a long list of things that Google's going for. Just
0: a little one. One little quick quick
1: hit. Google programs all of our minds. I was thinking about that last night. That's a good way well, to end. Let's it's, talk it's about Google it in a minute. Google programs all of our minds. But uh, All right, you guys can find your drive time news blast every week to afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform of the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content that we post every time that we post a DMB, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report oh, and become a patron saint. Yes. If you want
0: to attend this week's VIP disappearing patron party, you have to be a friend of the show or a patron saint. So go check your Patreon status status, patreon.com slash propaganda report.
1: We will talk to you tomorrow or in the Patreon 15.